downloading, downloading audio nonstop. Thanks for downloading the SOS radio podcast. It goes without saying that God loves us and it's a love that we can't really fathom like with our little brains. But a lot of times loving ourselves doesn't come as easily as we wished it it would. And we're talking about it today with multi-platinum singer, songwriter Lauren Elena today. She's written some of the biggest songs in country music and stars in a new Hallmark movie called Roadhouse Romance. Good morning, Lauren. You know, the ultimate thief of joy is comparison, right? And it's still something that a lot of us struggle with every single day. And it's like God has these specific goals in mind when he creates us and he makes us to be the person we are today, not the person that we think we fall short in and not the person that everybody else is. It's so wild where we just fall into this place where we want to be everybody but ourselves. Or we even want to be a younger version of ourselves or a different version of ourselves that we've been before. Comparison doesn't even have to be to someone else. It can be to a different version of yourself that you thought was better. I know, you know, the older I get, the more I'm like, dang, when I was 19, I this. It's, comparison is just not the way to go. Obviously, when you get experiences recording songs with all of these amazing country artists, you get opportunities to star in a Hallmark movie, or even back in the day, and you're like, I'm going to try out for American Idol. I mean, what have you learned about yourself in regard to taking authority over comparison? Well, I think the most important thing is just to be present with yourself every single day, to love on yourself, to do things to take care of yourself. Comparison's not so much been an issue for me. Like, I, I mean, I don't really can. I guess I could compare myself. It's really more of a, I had an expectation for myself and that wasn't really due to comparison so much as it was just a fake narrative I was making up in my head that I needed to be. But I think society can kind of do that to us. You know, oftentimes women are told they're too much or they're too little or they're too heavy or they're too thin or they're too this or they're too that, which I just, I guess when I think of that, I guess it is kind of comparison, but to what? Like, what is this model that's perfect if someone's too thin and someone's too too heavy? Like, what is this model that we're trying to achieve? It's just, it's all a fake narrative that we've we've kind of made up. And I think each of us make up for ourselves. So I think for me, I've just tried to embrace who I am, to love myself, to do the things I know make me feel good about myself. You know, exercise, prayer, eating well meditation. These are all things, getting enough sleep. These are all things that I've tried to do to get myself in a more healthy place. Now doing fine doesn't have to be the stock answer we give when someone asks us how we're doing. Now we're talking with Lauren Elena on SWS Radio. And I noticed something you wrote in your book, Lauren. You say, you know, we don't have to gloss over all of our problems. Like ultimately, I want you to get to a point where you can say you're doing fine and actually mean it. Like a huge part of it is letting go of the need to appear perfect and embrace who you are in the journey. I think so often we just want a destination and we don't enjoy the journey and, and the road trips that happen in between, huh? I am a very goal-oriented person, so I often don't find myself looking so far forward that I forget to be present. And I've really tried to work on that in the last couple of years, just embracing where I am right now and, and celebrating the joys and the, the stuff that I have right now in this moment. It's wild because there's a point in your life where you're like, okay, I am who I am. I can own who I am. I'm comfortable in my own skin. But then there's a shift that you've come to this place where you're like, I want to learn to love who I am and how I was created and where my natural giftings and talents are. I want to be the true me. 
Absolutely. I mean, I think we all owe that to ourselves. I say this a lot, but you're the only person that you have to spend every single day with. You kind of pick the other people around you, but you can't get away from yourself. So being kind to yourself and, and learning to love yourself and like yourself and being able to hang out with yourself and, and being good with that, it's, it's just so important. You know, statistics, they consistently show that half of America is single. And regardless of where we are in our relationships, we've all had that feeling of failed relationships, struggle relationships, or relationships we're just like in it and we're like, I'm not even feeling it. But Lauren, in your new book, you talk about some red flags that you've learned through the years through your own journey and through walking with friends. You know, there's some red flags that we can see and say, you know what, this isn't going to lead me to the person that God wants me to be. Absolutely. Yeah. I think red flags for me and red flags for you and red flags for all of my friends would be a little different because we're all looking for something a little different. So I think that's important for each individual person to kind of know themselves enough to know what they're looking for in a partner. And for me, the relationships that didn't work out for me, the red flags were actually different with each individual person. I think the first step of identifying those red flags is fully knowing what you want in a person. And then if they don't line up with that in any way, you don't have to bend and conform and make them fit into what you want if they don't. Like, that's okay. That's, they're not the person that God, you know, created for you. And it's okay to walk away from a good person that may not be good for you. I think almost every time I've gone through a breakup, I very early on saw the red flags and ignored them. And then when I looked back on it, I thought, well, you know, you kind of saw that coming a little bit. Now, I've been in a situation where I've been pretty blindsided as well by the other person's actions. But even then, I, I think a certain part of me had a feeling of you're not safe in this relationship. And I trusted that person more than I trusted myself. And I think that it's super important for us to know ourselves and trust ourselves enough to be able to identify red flags, to identify if we're compatible with something. Someone doesn't even necessarily have to be red flags. It can just be this person is not ideal to, like, they don't line up with what I want from a person. It doesn't have to be anything bad about them. It's just you need to make sure that the person that you spend time with and that you're going to, you know, love and potentially marry kind of lines up with with your goals and what you want for yourself and that they accent that not take away from it in any way we're talking with lauren elena today at swiss radio and you've heard tons of her songs on the radio through the years you get to be in a hallmark movie i mean isn't that every girl's dream (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was really excited about that when i got to call my family back home in georgia you can imagine how thrilled they were that I was doing that. And we, when I went home to visit, we all sat down and watched it. It was a really sweet moment. When you look at the life of playing a role in a romance, it's so funny because do you notice that you size that person up and go, am I like this person or am I totally different than this person? Are, are my intentions as sketchy as these people are or are my intentions more pure? And you look back at yourself. Does it make you think about who you were when you were a teenager versus who you are now? Well, goodness, if we were all the way we were as teenagers, the world would look pretty different. We, a bunch of people running around not knowing who they are, it would be a very scary. Well, you know what? Sometimes I think we are all forever teenagers. But, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I've grown so much since I was a teenager. 
Your book, you're right. No matter how crazy our lives are, I think it's really important to look at the people around us and look at their need and to lift them up however we can. What are some of the ways that we can show support for our friends who are struggling? I think just being present with them, sitting and, you know, sitting in their feelings with them. If someone comes to you and needs you, just be there in whatever way that they need. I think that's probably different for each scenario, you know, and sometimes just sitting with someone is is enough. I think just being open to their feelings, not letting their feelings make you uncomfortable and being, being able to show love and kindness and acceptance towards them and, and, and support them through whatever they're going through is, is the way to go. We see so many needs around our community through this Christmas season. and There's so many people that just feel isolated. They just feel forgotten. And it's just one of those good reminders to remember that there's people in our own circle of influence that we could change the world one by one. It doesn't have to be like a million dollar idea. It's just looking for those people around us that could use a little bit of a hand up. Everyone can help is the thing. No matter what your situation is, you can find a way to help. If you don't have money, you can find time. If you don't have time, maybe you have money. If you don't have either, maybe you can raise awareness. I created my own foundation called My Kind of People to kind of do all of that. Raise awareness, raise money, spend time volunteering. I've been able to do a lot of really amazing things and Although, you know, I have a, a platform that I'm able to use to achieve that, that you don't have to have something like that. I mean, you can help your next door neighbor mow their lawn if they're not able to do it. That's giving back. It doesn't have to be some big, huge thing that anybody knows about. It just, you know, you and that person in need. And I think it's especially important around the holidays because for people, you know, that are really joyous, it's a joyous time, but sometimes if you're heartbroken around the holidays, you're more heartbroken because other people are so joyous. So it is a good time of year to really think of others and think of things that you can do to spread love. And and if you're a Christian, love is the foundation of your faith. So loving others is, you know, what Jesus stood for is love. It's a good time to do it. And what a good birthday present to him. Now, what was the point in your life where you realized, okay, God's a part of my life, but I really want Jesus to be more of the center because I'm putting too much of myself in all of this. Just like everyone else, my journey was my faith. There are ebbs and flows and ups and downs and questions and times of like super strength in my faith. I would say a really defining moment for me was when my stepdad passed away from his battle with cancer. It pushed me just about as far away from God as I've ever been and then brought me the closest to him that I've ever been. It was such a life altering experience and it was such a defining experience in my faith. It really made me dive in to witness a death like that so close to me and uh, to have the experience that I had with him, that my family had with him was just life changing. And I actually talk a lot about it in the book, but his description of heaven the day he died just absolutely changed my life. Now, did you grow up in a Christian home or was that something that God just kind of navigated towards you in a different way? Yep, I did. My mother and father took my brother and I to church every Sunday. I grew up singing in church. That's where I think a lot of my confidence to get on stage came from was getting up and singing on Sundays and uh, being a small town Georgia girl. I needed as much experience as I could get. get me ready. So I'm very thankful for that. 
And you think about all the Christmas songs that we're playing, all the old Christmas carols. Essentially, they tell the greatest story ever told, right? You know, songs like Oh Holy Night and Oh Come, Oh Come, Emmanuel, Joy to the World. I mean, when you think about like all the old Christmas carols, what's the one that has words that just grab your heart the most to just kind of frame the Christmas story for you? Oh, goodness, I have a few favorites. I did a rendition of Oh Holy Night because that is just, to me, one of the greatest songs of all time outside of even just Christmas songs. I just love that song. But I would say another favorite of mine is Mary, Did You Know? Just the thought of looking at a mother and saying, did you have any idea what your son was going to do? There is nothing like a mother's love and how proud they are of you. And I just think about how Mary must have felt to, first of all, be gifted the honor by God to be the mother of Jesus, but just I just think that it's so eloquently told in that song, and it's just so beautiful, and the melody is just so amazing. I just love it. We're talking with Lauren Elena on Swiss Radio, and none of us really feel comfortable saying, hey, I've made it, I've got things figured out in my life, I've reached my goals, but you wrote a book talking about learning to love who God made you to be. There's a difference between loving yourself and knowing, okay, I'm in the zone, on the journey towards who God made me to be, but it's hard to say, yeah, I've been there, I made it. Well, I don't know that any of us are ever really there a continual journey for all of us to continue to evolve and to continue to be better versions of ourselves every day. So I would be lying to you if I said there was a moment where I was like, finally, I've arrived. I, I've found it. I've found this secret answer. There is a secret answer because, you know, being proud of who you are and loving who you are is different than thinking you've like become this like solid person forever. I mean, I think we're all evolving. We're all growing. We're all learning. We're all becoming better versions of ourselves. There have been multiple moments in my life that were super defining, which I outline in the book, but I, I would not say that I have like all the answers and I've, I've arrived at this place of self-love that in it to a degree that I don't have to continue to search for that and to pray for that and, and strive for it. Cause I think that we all always will. It's just, I do love myself, but I would not say that I am a final version of myself. Oh yeah. yeah not sense. at all. Not at all. There's a humility in all of that, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's so much humility. It's just openness to continually growing, but yeah, I guess humility. Sure. Yeah. Cause we were like, yeah, I've got it all. I've got it all under control. You know, what's the, what's the say? Pride comes before the fall, right? <laughs> yeah, I know it. I know it all. I, I, I've mastered everything. <laughs> I, I just love the fact that God gives us progress. God shows us those little glimpses as he grows us, but it's a journey more than it's a destination. I think that's the key to finding some peace with being comfortable in your own skin and, and finding the joy and who he's created you to be. I think if you're always striving to be the best version of yourself, there's a sense of like pride that comes with that. And it's really easy to love a person who's really trying to be the best version of themselves. So that's, you know, it's kind of the point of, the, of my book is being the best version of yourself so that you can love yourself and accept yourself and love others and accept God's love for you. Well, we're talking with Lauren Elena today at SWS Radio and her new book just released. It's called Getting Good at Being You. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you. Have a good one.
Merry Christmas. You're clear to go. Thanks for downloading the SOS Radio podcast. If you enjoy the discussion, give it a five-star rating in your app store. The way the technology works, your ratings really help spread the word.